0: We're now excited to go back to our auburn bank phone line and well now welcome on brian matthews of auburn rivals who uh we are excited to have back on the show brian the time is greatly appreciated how are you doing this afternoon
1: i'm doing good i appreciate you guys having me
0: on absolutely we are in the middle of it with fall camp almost about halfway through until uh the start of the season now 17 days away brian and of course uh, we, we start with something that I think everyone starts with this time of year when there is a quarterback battle. Uh, and you guys saw something interesting yesterday at the media viewing window. It appeared that we might be down the two. Kind of take us inside that quarterback race.
1: Yeah, that's how I thought. I, I wouldn't say it's officially official, but, uh, yeah, it certainly looked like Peyton and Robbie Ashford were the top two there. We got to see two different uh, sets of um, – a uh, little uh, position drills. They're doing one was sort of a run through with the offense, and um, in that uh, drill, uh, Peyton went first, Robbie second, and Holden third. And then they divided up the offense uh, into two and did uh, a blitz period on, on both sides of the field. And uh, one group included Peyton and Robbie, another group, group in included Holden and, and some walk-ons over there. So, um, and Robbie went first in that group, and Peyton second. So. To me, it looks very much like uh, you know Peyton Robbie are the final two, which is what we expected. But I, I think we also, if that's the case, got to give a lot of credit to Holden. Uh, I thought uh, he had a good, really good camp, uh, showed improvement, and, and showed that he's going to be able to compete, you know, going forward and, and be a, a guy that can help out Auburn this fall if needed, and then be a, you know potentially compete for a starting job in the future
0: yeah and the first scrimmage was on saturday as we know and i think one of the comments that made people so intrigued from that saturday scrimmage was coach Hugh freeze was when he was asked about quarterbacks and he said well he had to go back and look at the film and uh, he was sure but then had to look back in the film i guess that was in reference to maybe holden making it more competitive with robbie in hindsight or, or or that sort of thing and let's talk a little bit about that scrimmage on Saturday. What do we know about how uh, the offense operated with the various quarterbacks and just, just how the run game went? Just, just some of the items on the offense side of the ball.
1: Offensively, they ran the ball really well, especially early uh, with the pace. Uh, Demari Austin had about a 60, 65 yard touchdown run. You know, and I think all the running backs had their moments uh, for sure. So, um, and I think, Rob, um, Demari Alston is having a great camp. I thought he had a, a really good spring, and I think he's just stepped it up another notch. And I, I just think um, Auburn's running back room is loaded right now, and I think Auburn's running game is going to be really special uh, this season. I really do. Um, I, I like what they've done up front offensively on the line. They've got some experienced, uh, really good blocking tight end. they got some big receivers. To me, it all kinds of adds up to having a really um, strong rushing attack. Um, from the scrimmage, you know, one thing that stood out to me is, is Freeze talking about the receivers. Uh, having some missed assignments, maybe even some most. He obviously was not happy about that. and He seemed a little surprised because he said they were coming off a really good week. Uh, so I'm, I'm sure that's something they focused on a lot this week, right, after that. Right. And, um, you know, between Peyton and, and Rob, I didn't hear a whole lot of difference between them. Uh, but I think you got to um, sort of put it in context of, of them working against uh, the number ones a lot defensively in some cases, and also, um, as Freeze talked about early, and Philip Montgomery, about wanting to put those quarterbacks in adverse situations and see how they respond. And a guy like Peyton, with his experience, you know, his uh, power five starts, he's going to be put in maybe different adverse situations than the other two guys will, just because of the lack of experience maybe they have or, or, or what have you. So, um, you know, I, I feel like, um, you know, my prediction of Peyton Thorne, which is not anything... You know, big. I think most people feel that way. Is, is probably going to come true, but I think they're going to let those guys compete for at least another week to ten days.
2: Okay. And uh, Brian, obviously, everybody is you know focused uh, on the offensive side of the ball with that quarterback battle and everything. But on the defensive side of things, this is an Auburn team that is looking to try to make some improvements over a defense that was really not very good last year, and it's a defense that has had historically some very good success and last year was a big drop off it felt like uh, some some returning guys there, some new guys what do you see on the defense, what is it looking like on the defensive side of things
1: I, Well, I think they're going to be better than last year and I think they've got some more depth up front and I think this staff is smart enough to play that depth if you remember one of the biggest problems last year is they just didn't rotate enough and the guys right. were just gassed by the end of the season you know, I mean Echo Leota, having him banged up was was tough there. You know, he was going to be a big part of that defense, too, but you've got to rotate some guys in there, too. And uh, I think the linebacker play is going to be better. Um, you know, there's no, uh, you know, Derek Hall on this year's team. But I think Jalen McLeod is an important player. You know, he's a true edge rusher, and uh, Auburn needed a guy like that, and they need to keep him healthy. He's going to be really, really important. Uh, but all these, um, you know, linebackers they brought in, uh, such as Austin Keys, are certainly going to help out there. And then Eugene Nassante is, you know, one of the biggest surprises, I think, of fall camp and the way he's stepped up to that, um, weak side or, or Willie linebacker. And uh, I'm excited to see him play and see what he can do because what we've been told is he's really, really making plays and has a really good burst and, and, you know, uh, can really attack the line of scrimmage. So I'm excited to see him, uh, you know, once Auburn, um, you know, plays that first game, see what he can do. But, um, I think the defense will be better. Uh, I think there may be some growing pains because they are, shifting to a completely different system they are going to be a attacking style defense under ron roberts and you know i think there's going to be some mistakes that go with that right you know? yeah um i think we saw that in at the beginning of the scrimmage they gave us some big play yep. uh, so i think that's going to take a little time for them to you know settle into that but um you know i think eventually you're going to see a better defense an exciting defense and a secondary is probably going to uh, get a lot of interceptions and create a lot of turnovers
2: and you mentioned the secondary and uh, th- that's supposed to be the strongest part of this defense with so many great guys back there but it sounded like Hugh Freeze may have had some uh I don't want to say bad things to say about him but I guess there were some struggles with tackling and some things that they pointed out it- is that just kind of maybe a-, a a bad day for them I mean is there any room for concern with that secondary or do you think they're still going to be the strongest aspect of that defense
1: Well, I think you've know you got some experienced guys out there that that can tackle it, but I think when you're in a new defense and you're out there thinking or not exactly sure where you're supposed to be or where you're supposed to go sometimes, uh, if you're not sure about things, you're a less sure tackler too. So I think that has an effect on it for sure. (laughs) That's a lot of sure's. (laughs) (laughs) um, I I, I have a lot of um, confidence in the guys back there. I think DJ James. Nehemiah Pritchett, certainly Keontae Scott, Jalen Simpson. Those are all guys that can play on the next level. You know, some of them really play, and some of them, you know, at least make a roster and, and, and play some. But, um, you know, I think they got some guys back there, some dudes. they just got to get comfortable and, and know exactly what they're doing. I think Zion Puckett is a guy that uh, knows what he's doing, right, and, and can help out the other guys get them set. But I just think it's going to take take them a little time to learn to play in the system.
0: And, Brian, we see with the start of season, some teams decide to have their, their big non-conference game to start the year. Sometimes they don't really end up playing a huge non-conference game. This year is kind of along those lines where uh, Cal is that week two game, but Cal is still one of the the, the bottom power five programs right now uh so how difficult like like when we're going through the first three games obviously if Auburn had something egregious going and lost the Cal game that would be concerning but (laughs) but how difficult is it going to be to evaluate where everyone is through three weeks I mean a quarter of the season knowing that A&M and Georgia is going to be such a different level of of contested there those next two weeks
1: well that that is going to be a big step up right but I think Auburn needs three games like this with a brand new staff with everything they went through with, you know, half the roster basically turned over and all these new 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 faces playing in different uh, schemes and such. So I just think they need that time and those games and, you know, to make those mistakes early uh, to get better, uh, you know, and be able to face uh, a Texas A&M on the road, <laughs> Georgia at home, and LSU on the road. I mean, I think they're going to be underdogs in all three of those games probably. Depending on how Texas A&M starts, um, so that's that's three really really tough games, and um, I think Auburn can win their first three. You know, it's UMass at home, Cal on the road. I don't I don't think Cal is that good. Maybe I'm wrong. You know, maybe they'll prove me wrong, and then Sanford back at home. So that's an opportunity to get two good solid home wins and play a lot of players, and also get experience going on the road far away and playing a team. Uh, you know, in some adverse uh, situations, maybe so. Uh, I think that's the perfect start for what this team needs, but they will definitely have to step up, you know, starting, um, you know, at Texas A&M in, in week four.
0: Talking to Brian Matthews of Auburn Rivals today on Sports Call. A couple more for you, Brian, as we start to wrap up a little bit. We'll get into one a uh, little bit different question here in just a second, but I guess to close with the football aspect of this, over the next couple of weeks, obviously, there'll still be a few more position battles to go through. How many more battle? I mean, I guess how many positions are we still uh, kind of counting yeah, as right. still battles at, at this
1: point? Well, I would say on offense, um, right guard appears to still be, you know, open there. I think it's between, I'm sorry, not right guard. I think Cameron Stutz is one right guard. Left guard, uh, Jeremiah Wright and Tate Johnson, I think that's really close there. I think most of the rest of the um, line positions are set. I think wide receiver is as wide open as it can be, especially on the outside positions. I think uh, Javarius um, and Jay Fair are the, your two slot guys. Uh, with Caleb Burton also able to work in there. I think that's the strength of that group. But I think the the outside guys, you know, because some guys have been banged up because of these newcomers, I, I just think that may be, you know, figured out as the season goes on. We'll see who can step up there. But Shane Hooks and Jire Shorter uh, to uh, the transfer certainly will have that opportunity. Caleb Burton, another transfer. And then, you know, you got a uh, Malcolm Johnson, you got a Camden Brown, you got a Coy Moore. You just don't know who's going to step up there. We'll see. Uh, but but that to me is as wide open right now as any position. I'm not sure anything's set uh there. And then defensively, you know, I think Jason and, and Justin are, are battling it out to be the starter. I think both those both those guys are gonna play um very similar snap counts at nose guard and you know they can slide over to D tackle if, if they need them to. Um, you know, and I think um you know, there's still some battles at linebacker, although I think Austin Keys is probably gonna be the starter at Mike, you know, Cam Rowley is certainly battling there too and and then Eugene Asante, Larry Nixon, um, some others are battling there at that Willie linebacker. I really like what Eugene has done. And then I think the secondary is basically set, you know, unless somebody really, really steps up and steals something. But I, I think they're pretty solid there.
2: Uh, Brian, switching over to the basketball side of things, uh, uh, yes. something that happened uh, still fresh on everybody's mind was uh, Flory Bodunga. Uh Everybody thought he was coming to Auburn. It seemed like yeah. all the crystal balls had him here, and suddenly it's Kansas. Uh, what do you think, and just in your mind, what do you think happened? What have you heard happen there that uh, made that decision happen that way? And also, where does Auburn go after missing out on such a big-time target?
1: Uh, I, I don't know exactly why he chose Kansas over Auburn. I, I just um, I, I think they just won a really uh, tough recruiting battle, right? I mean, you give them credit. Kansas is a blue blood. They're, they're a great program. So I'm not necessarily shocked by it. Um, but I think people are overreacting a little bit to it, too. I'm not talking about you guys, but just in general. Sure. Um, and, um, you know, for example, they lost on a Badunga who we had number five overall, Azen Newell, um, who was number 10 overall in, in that, uh, 24 class. He's coming in for an official visit here. in uh, I think two or three weeks or, or maybe four weeks, I don't know exactly when it is, but he'll be down here. So, um, it's not like Auburn has, you know, blown, you know, blown up because of this, that they're, they're still going to sign a really good, uh, 24 class, uh, Pettiford, Who's who's already committed is, is just playing lights out uh, this summer, and you can see his his star even rising you know higher now about how good he is, and I also think that staff understands that um, they can improve them uh, their team a lot a lot through the transfer portal too. You know you got to balance how many of these you know one and done types are you going to recruit right. Compared to how many guys are you going to try to sign that could be two or three year players, and how many guys are you going to try to you know bring out the portal that can come and uh, maybe play for a year or two or three, depending on uh, you know how 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 many years of experience they have. So, uh, you know, I think you can improve your team in all those ways. And Bedunga is going to be a really good one, right? Uh, I think he's a one and done type. Uh, he's a terrific player Kansas won a, a big battle there but um, you know, Auburn's going to win some too and, and Bruce Pearl and his staff are really good recruiters yeah. so uh, don't get too down about it
0: and Brian you know from time to time we got to ask you about your beloved Liverpool and I was talking to uh, J.J. Jackson earlier today and he said that it was it was hard to hard to know I mean there's so many new faces on, on Liverpool yeah. so many guys out there what do you think about uh, the, the roster turnover in the team this year
1: it's been a little frustrating because they've been trying to sign a six, which is a defensive midfielder, for weeks and weeks. And uh, they had two. They had put offers on, and Chelsea ended up getting both of them. And now today, just minutes before I come on, they finally got one. They got a, um, not, I wouldn't say a young guy, but um, uh, Waturo Endo out of um, Stuttgart uh, over in the Bundesliga over in Germany. So um, he's a Japanese international, I believe. Uh, an experienced guy that'll come in and, and do a job right away. Uh, they're getting him, I think, for less than $20 million, So that is actually a really good price. And they'll probably spend that, you know, they, they're, they're prepared to pay, I think, $110 million for um, uh, Casado uh, from Brighton. So uh, they've got the cash now to maybe go out and get a really young guy that can also fit in and maybe um address some other areas. So I'm excited about it. You know, they had to they had to turn over the, the the midfield. It was really bad last year. They had a bunch of older guys in there and um most of those guys moved on now, so it's it's exciting to um you know, get to know this new team
0: he's brian matthews of auburn rivals today on sports call brian as always the time's greatly appreciated. i know earlier today produced an article about where kind of the depth chart is is kind of standing out right now what else do you have uh coming down the line with auburn rivals and, and how can people read the work
1: yeah i appreciate that and uh i had a, a, a story on cam Stutz earlier today and and, and the a story on jeremiah cobb another really talented kind of running back that cadillac has brought to this program and uh, we'll we'll speak to freeze and I think we're at practice tomorrow I'm not sure um, and all that and more of course at auburnsports.com you can follow me on Twitter and uh, threads at bmatau
0: awesome Brian as always we appreciate the time we're getting excited for football season we'll be following along with your coverage and again just on the horizon again appreciate the time today yeah I appreciate you guys take care